Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast to help you quiet your mind, settle your body, and see God's presence in your everyday life. I'm Julie. I hope our time together will help you to feel more grounded, whole, and filled with a growing desire to be a conduit of God's love and presence to the world around you. Now, let's begin. Today we conclude a four-part series on letting go. Holding as a model the falling leaves of autumn as they willingly let go of their attachments to trees and bushes, we've been taking these weeks to consider some things from our life that we might do well to let go of. Psalm 4610 from the Bible has also been a wonderful reminder for us in its words of, Be still and know that I am God. Or as it might also be thought of, let go and know that I am God. Sometimes letting go can seem like we're giving up on something, but more often than not, letting go can feel as if a burden of some kind is lifted off of our shoulders, allowing relief, even joy, and some lightheartedness to fill our hearts and minds. So far, we've considered letting go of overbooked and marginless schedules, our frequent desire to control the present moment, and letting go of useless emotional weight and detrimental narratives or stories that we hold inside over the years. Today, let's consider letting go of accumulated stuff. Yesterday was All Saints Day when we remember those beloved family members or friends who have died. Thinking about those people in my life who have who are gone now, leads me to picturing their faces looking at me and asking me what it is that I really need to possess and own in order to be happy or to feel fulfilled or secure. It's a helpful question to be asked. In their final weeks of life, though they might have celebrated some select, tangible items in their lives that had brought them pleasure or beauty, I'm sure their thoughts were more likely about the people who had meant something to them. And though money, assets, and retirement savings are important, I'm sure it was the amazing experiences in the outdoors or other settings that they had shared with others that crossed their mind as they reviewed their life. I just have to think that ultimately, our loved ones who have passed would tell us to let go of any strong attachment to stuff, reminding us that we are likely accumulating things and holding on to things because of an attachment to the past, or a fear or anxiety about the future and our security. They would advise us to travel more lightly on our journey, to enjoy the present moment more, to relish in the simple things of life that don't require owning lots of stuff, and to put relational time higher on the list of priorities. They would likely urge us to not be weighed down by lots of things to buy, maintain, and protect. Several years ago, I did a major decluttering in our home using the book by Marie Kondo called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. You may recall hearing about her and her method, which had you handle each item you were considering discarding and then asking yourself, does this bring me joy? If it did not bring you joy, 
that was your signal to thank it for what it had meant to you and to discard it, keeping anything that still did bring you joy. I made it through all of the various categories until I came to a screeching halt at the final category, sentimental items. As you might guess, Kondo and others would call this the hardest category for us to address when we declutter. The thought of disposing of these types of things seems somehow disrespectful to those with whom they're associated. We fear that we'll lose precious memories connected with these items, and perhaps we're clinging to a happier time in our life. Again, I think of my relatives and friends now past saying to me, Julie, the wonderful memories you have will never vanish. Even if you discard this note that I wrote to you or this crystal bowl that I used, but that you'll likely never use, or this collection of photos that you just won't be looking at anymore, hold the memories in your heart, they'd say, and then let go. Before we enjoy a few quiet moments together, let me ask you, are your living spaces a little overrun with more stuff than you really need? And if, like me, you're holding on to mementos from the past that no longer do bring you joy, is it worth keeping those mementos of things that you would otherwise forget? As Kondo says in her book, we live in the present. No matter how wonderful things used to be, we cannot live in the past. The joy and excitement we feel here and now are more important. One more thing about those who have passed. I believe they would tell us that the most important thing to invest in is our spiritual journey, our inner journey, this journey of our true and connected self that will be alive forever. This is your Christ self, your connection with Christ, your source of life and love. This thought alone is the best reason to clear some stuff out of your life in order to make room for a clarity of mind and heart and for energy to be given to your relationship with the divine. Let's think about this during our quiet moments together. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the sound of the bowl calling you to look within. Let it center you. Let it awaken you to God's presence. Picture a beloved family member or friend who has passed away. Have a conversation with them. Take in their words of counsel and advice regarding the stuff and possessions in your life. What do you really need to keep for your journey? I'll be back with you in about three minutes.
one more minute to notice what's happened in your heart while you were in the quiet. What insight or intention will you carry forward? And by just being with God, resting in God's loving presence, and letting God enjoy your presence.
I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out. In and out. Hear the bowl sound calling you back to this day. Gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. The ritual of letting go of accumulated stuff and of cleansing your home of what is no longer needed can be powerfully impactful. What do you actually need for the journey? And how would a home and living spaces that are freed up of extra possessions free up space in your mind and heart for more time in relationships, especially with God? I truly do believe that our loved ones now passed away would support our examination of our homes for any items that no longer serve our journey. And as an earlier step in this process, carefully weigh whether or not you actually need to purchase something. This is a good practice to establish early at any point in life. We take nothing with us as we leave this world, so it is best to travel more lightly even now. The memories of the past will remain in our hearts even without keeping the associated items. It's okay, our beloved relatives and friends now past would say, it's okay to let go. And then be ready for your home, your body, and your mind and heart to feel lighter somehow and more available for the love of God and people to fill in those spaces where lots of items and stuff used to reside. Thank you for making time for your inner self today, for developing and enriching your relationship with God through reflection and discovery. Whatever you've experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, gloria-day, that's D-E-I dot com slash looking within podcast, or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. If you know someone who might enjoy and benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Your financial contributions make this ministry possible. To give, visit gloria-day.com slash giving. Thank you for your support, and we'll see you next time 